What is up? Welcome into the Early Edge powered by Sportsline. I'm your host, Alan Bell. And you could see we are not going to waste a single moment of time here. You could see the guests that we have. Let's everyone welcome in our man, Micah Roberts, all the way from Arizona. Micah, how we doing, buddy? We're doing excellent. Thanks for having me, guys. Look forward to uh, maybe contributing with a few winners or two and picking up some knowledge as well. Uh, eager to hear both of your uh, analysis on a couple of these games today. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, that's the for education. That's why we have our men, M Squared, Mike McClure on the show. Mikey, how we doing, buddy? Doing well, buddy. Doing well. Can't. I'm honestly so excited to get Micah on here. I've been on with Micah a time or two on CBS Sports HQ, but really wanted to get him on in this format. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Micah on the site, definitely should be. You're going to learn a lot from this man. Yeah, wow. he's the man, dude. Like, I was so excited that he was going to be on the show today because legit, like, he could break down a college game, can break down a NASCAR race, like, whatever you want. Like, our man has it. So let's jump in real quick. I want to go over the plays that we had from yesterday, and let's take a look here. Ah, not that great of a day. Uh, our man Chip Batterson came through with Michigan State plus four. The side play, Michigan State plus three, obviously comes through. Larry Hartstein comes with the Astros money line. Uh, yeah, buddy, I had a tough one last night with uh, the over – or the under, I'm sorry – Michigan State Northwestern. We had the push with about two and a half minutes left. End up losing that one. Uh, and then you see, obviously, McClure, you were on North Carolina, which, buddy, the Sam Howell experiment, that Heisman run, that was fun for the one day it lasted. That was uh, that was exciting. But I'll tell you what, this is going to be an awesome show for real. I know it's a cliche, but this is my favorite time of the year. But we've got some breaking news that came this morning, and I want to start here. Uh, Micah, I'm going to throw it to you. Lane Kiffin. Test positive for COVID. He's going to be out of the game Monday night against Louisville. Obviously, uh, we all hope, um, you know, that that he's safe and healthy. That's first and foremost. But in terms of the game, uh, what kind of impact? It's off the boards right now. Uh, what what kind of impact do you see Lane Kiffin not being there having on that game? Uh, me personally, and as uh, looking as like an odds maker approach, means – very little. You're not going to see much line movement. We already seen this game move from seven up to 10. People liking Ole Miss a lot. And what's, you know, the team average of 39-38 score. Total excitement last season coming in this year. A lot of expectations. They've got uh, like 25 players that have 350 snaps or more coming back. So a lot of optimism for Ole Miss, they got a game plan ready. Jeff Levy, the offensive coordinator, he's going to be able to execute fine without Lake Lane Kiffin on the sideline there. So if anything, maybe there's a motivational push for the team to win one for Lane, who won't be there. I could see that. But as far as them being not as good or prepared without Lane Kiffin, I don't buy that at all. Nice. McClure, your thoughts here, buddy? Yeah, I'll pretty much echo that. I think the only concern that we really have at this point is are there going to be any additional positive tests in any way that pop up over the next 48 hours I, I think that that's really the only thing you have to be concerned with or cautious with but overall it's not going to cause any you know unless it's a star player obviously but as far as the coach being out in this instance if you want to make it worth a quarter to a half of a point I think it's okay being the first game of the season like that but Overall, I don't think it has much of an impact. I think they're locked in, ready to go. I, uh, you know, it's a fun headline. It's fun to talk about, but overall, I don't think I'd waste too much time on that one. Perfect. That's why I appreciate you guys' analysis on that because you know, it, obviously, who expects that to break? You know, this this late. But I think it's a good point 
to know that usually, you know, we call ourselves the early edge and we like to get ahead of these this season in both college football and the NFL, this is going to happen. Like it's going to happen with coaches. It's going to happen with players. So it's just an added wrinkle that we're all going to have to just kind of work around. And really, I mean, it's, sometimes it might take a little luck, like just to be healthy and be safe your entire team. But uh, all we can do is take it one day at a time. Now, before we get into our storylines and picks, I want to make sure everyone leave your Twitter handle and your best bet in the chat. If one of our cappers goes perfect, you could win a year-long subscription to Sportsline. As Coach always says, we are changing lives and trying to do so. Second, today we have in your feeds coming a live show with uh, Coach and Ian uh, in terms of MMA, it will be in your feed. The prelims start today at 1230, uh, 130 Eastern, uh, 4 p.m. The main card. There are going to be three picks from both Coach and Ian, so make sure to be paying attention to that feed so that you see it and get those picks in early as possible. Okay, so storylines that are impact the betting lines for college football week one. Micah, I'm going to throw it to you, buddy. Uh, you've got something about experience and how much it matters here yeah. in the regular season. Yeah, usually college football season experience uh, before the season, it's everything, especially the first week, maybe a little bit into the second and wears off a little bit in the third week. But this season is a little different. COVID, we've had special um, rights given to the players extra years. So we've got fifth-year seniors, sixth-year senior, and seventh-year seniors. It's amazing to look at. But the edge there is these players being able to compete, obviously not NFL ready, but they're smart. They understand the system and that's why the coaches want them around. So you've got some teams running around with assistant coaches, essentially in the secondary running things or the defense or the offense. And I think that's absolutely huge. And especially, so if you look at some of these teams, you've already seen uh, North Carolina state teams with uh, players that have 500 snaps. Now that's very significant, but that's, mostly players that are fifth, sixth year, seventh year seniors. So NC State, Nevada, Liberty, Arkansas State, Boise State, Florida International, Texas State, and um, Louisiana. So we've already seen some action with Louisiana against Texas, people betting them. We've seen people bet Nevada already. Um, teams like that, the sharp people are paying attention. So it would serve you right to get to know some of these teams before you play and see how many of these type of players that are available. And um, I think that's an important fact here. It's already worked a couple last week, uh, Saturday and uh, Thursday as well. We'll see what happens today, but that'll be the angle that I'm looking for this week and carry over maybe a little bit into early games next week. Micah, I'm so glad you're on this show. I love it. Like, your analysis is perfect, man. I am so happy. Mike was correct, man. You're the man. I'm glad that you're on here. All right. So let's jump into picks, right? This is our. This is why we're here. All right. So we're going to go with – we've got a play here on the site. We've got two, actually, we're going to roll with. First one being uh, we're going to go Northern Illinois at Georgia Tech. We're going to go with the under 56 and a half. That under is covering in 72% of sports line – Advanced data simulations. Also, keep an eye out there. Fresno State plus 20. Mm, they might cover that one. They had a nice win last week. Obviously, UConn is who they are. Oregon's kicking off their season at home against them. So just pay attention to that one. But Northern Illinois, Georgia Tech, under 56 and a half. Yeah, we feel good on that one. So M squared, buddy. We're going to throw it to you first, man. Break it down. What picks you got? What are you feeling? All right. Yeah, I could have just carried off of Micah there when he started talking about the experience mattering in college football, especially early in the season. That's why I'm looking to San Jose State today, plus 14. 
I wish you could still get this number at 14 and a half. You might be able to obviously grab that if you can. But this team, talk about experience. They're returning 10 starters on defense, basically 12 or a 10 on offense, basically 12 on defense because of the last year and a half. We had someone sit out who was a starter before, and then they're returning all of the starters from last year. And then the quarterback, Nick Starkle here, you might know that name because he did play at Arkansas and then also Texas A&M for just a little bit. He is a sixth year senior, like Micah was talking about. This team has a lot of experience. They also got to play in week zero last week. Huge benefit for them. I think they keep this one within the two touchdowns. My simulations only make them 12.1 points. So you got a little bit to play with and the key number there, like San Jose State, plus 14. And then another game Micah kind of mentioned there, Nevada, plus three and a half is still available in the market in some places, plus three and others like them here. I I have some real questions about uh, Chase Garbers there. If you look at last season, kid was sacked significant number of times and just I believe they played four or five games on the other side Nevada quarterback Carson Strong I actually think he's going to develop into a potential NFL candidate here I like this passing attack for them I think Nevada is live to win this game outright obviously but I definitely think they cover the plus three plus three and a half beautiful Micah throw it to yeah. you buddy what we got going yeah, well, both those picks by Mike, by the way, are very popular with the Sharp Better. A couple of groups around Las Vegas running around. They've been betting them since the middle of July. And so, the, obviously, you're not going to find 15 anymore with San Jose State. But, man, lots of talent back. And what a recruiting win it would be to upset in California the mighty Trojans of Southern Cal, San Jose State. Very good possibility I'd like to. I don't know the number on that, but that'd be something to check out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start us out with Marshall here, the mighty Marshall team with the defense, number one defense as far as points scored allowed last season. Eight of those players returned, most of them on the defensive line. Two of the guys in the secondary are six-year seniors. They're going to be trolling and coaching the corners and everybody out there. I love the fact that there's experience. They may be a little slower. They may not have all the athletic ability of some of these other uh, five-star recruits out there, but the smarts, I like that. And I like them patrolling. And I, I think they take a lot of pride uh, over there in West Virginia with that defense that they can stand up to anybody. They started the season last year, seven and zero. lost the last three games. I still trying to figure out how that happened because they looked uh, pretty bad in some of those, but new coach this year, they held on to the offensive coordinator. They've got the quarterback back as well. They're going to put a hurting on Navy who only returns three offensive starters. And one of them is not the quarterback. So I, I think this is a spot where you have a team that does not have anybody coming back, learning the game a little bit under their coach and getting the opportunity to start maybe not ready yet against a team that is just super strong and they're mentally, and they have the conformity of playing together last year, coming into this year, and uh, and a chip on their shoulder a little bit because they didn't get a lot of respect the way they close the season out. So I think Marshall is a pretty uh, good play here. I had this game uh, uh, eight and a half, almost nine as a difference. So you can believe when I saw that, uh, one and a half pop out uh, initially. I was pretty excited and, and jumped right away on that. I love it. Nice call. Now, here's the thing, Micah. You ready to be a part of history? Mike, yeah. you as well, buddy. Here's the thing. This is the largest, <clears throat> excuse me, recap board that we've ever had, I believe, in the history of the early edge. So 
We're going to pull this up. I want you to take a look at this thing. Photoshop would barely allow me to put all of these images or all these pics into the play here. So look. Look at that. That's a full board, buddy. That is 17 plays plus the AB3. So what we've got, yeah, Mike McClure, Nevada plus three, San Jose State plus 14. Our man, Micah Roberts, Marshall minus two and a half, UCLA plus two and a half. Side play, Northern Illinois, Georgia Tech under 56 and a half. Now, from our show earlier this week on Wednesday, our live college football week one preview show, we put out a bunch of picks. So, of course, we're not ignoring those. Our man Emory Hunt with went with Louisiana plus eight. No bias in there whatsoever. Those are his guys uh, against Texas today. UCLA got him in plus three and a half. And Cincinnati minus 23. He's rolling with the Bearcats and the points. Chip Patterson going with Alabama, Miami under 61 and a half. Louisiana and Texas over 58. He's got Clemson taking the three against Georgia today. Kansas State minus three. Marshall minus two and a half. He agrees with Micah on that one. UCLA plus three. They agree there as well. And then me, I got Wisconsin minus four and a half. I think that number's around five, five and a half. Now, uh, Army at Georgia State under 51 and a half. And West Virginia, Maryland under 57 and a half. Now, look, the AB3. All right, we're trying to just be a little humble, find ourselves a parlay we can hit. It doesn't have to be plus 20,000. We're going to go plus 214 here. We're going to go simple. Notre Dame money line against Florida State. Wisconsin money line against Penn State. Kansas State money line against Stanford. All right, it's a humble parlay. It's not out there in your face, but it's just trying to go to work, get the job done, and move on. Make everybody some money. So, I say all that to say this. Thank you so much for tuning into the early edge this morning. We really do appreciate it for M squared for our man, Micah Roberts. I'm so glad he's on this show. Can't wait to have him back. His analysis and picks are fantastic. But as coach would say, let's take all these straight to the pay window. We've got to hit them. We've got to make some money and let's have a nice, nice recap. Make sure you get your best bets in the comments so somebody can win a Sportsline subscription tomorrow. Thank you so much, everybody.